Well, Jimmy, I mean, you know, they're getting up there in age. You never know. Uh, you could have a heart attack soon, just like Kevin Smith. You uh, <laughs> might not ever see Metallica. You don't think Beetle Bob was a creep? No. Okay. I think that he was just trying to reach out to the youth, and we were all like, yeah, look at this. Reach, reach oh, get the fuck out of here. The get the fuck <laughs> out of here. First time a black director has ever won an Oscar. We are Wakanda. Which is insane. Get out. We <laughs> Wakanda Forever, I think. Is oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't seen that movie. You're and your nays. Oh, right. And this is Bacon and Nays. Your log flume variety podcast. And... Slow start, strong finish. <laughs> it's run, or it is ran, however you want to say it, whatever is more grammatically correct, by Mr. Jimmy Lopez. And Mr. Topher Nays. No, that's the worst way that you could say my name. Are you sure about that? Yes. Okay. Also hosted by myself. Topher. Mr. No, no, Mr. Chris Nays Chris. or Christopher Nays. Christo- not Topher Nays. Not Topher Nays? No. <laughs> We're never going to go with that. Well, if Spider Balls took off and he hated that, Topher might take off. And it's you're not gonna taking off. It's going to take off. What constitutes taking off? One person repeating it. That's it. <laughs> then it's a thing. So you, if you repeat it yourself? No, I can't repeat it myself. <laughs> okay, I'll never repeat it. So well, I know you won't repeat this it. This thing's dead in the water as far as I'm concerned. Okay. <laughs> We're just uh, two dudes from uh, the Midwest going to talk about whatever we want. That's what this podcast is. Let's get him caught up. Last episode. Well, first of all, before we get started... Would you like to apologize to listeners for missing last week? I apologize to the listeners for uh, having a job and working overtime so that I could do what I'm going to do today. So, uh, selfish reasons, absolutely. Yes. And I'm, gonna, o- and I'm okay with that. Okay, I was going to okay say that. that, though. Pretty selfish of you. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Um. It's one of only a handful of times we've ever missed a week of podcasts. So, putting all the blame on you, but... It's fine, like I said. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. No. (laughs) It's really not. I'm making more of a big deal about it than I should be. It's cool. I just feel like you should own up to it when it's your fault that we missed a week. I 100% owned up to it. And I told you, whenever I said I have to cancel, I was like... Listen, don't get defensive. I'm working, I'm working like... I honestly I don't remember when the last day I had a day off besides you know now those my weekend which starts on Monday I love all the people that are like uh it's Sunday how can I stop Monday from happening it's like bitch I need Monday to happen it's my fucking Saturday (laughs) yeah you're on a different level than everyone else it's the same as me dude I'm on a new level of confidence? Yes. And podcasting? Yes. I see what I did there? I see what you did there. We're bringing it back to the podcast. This Thank is episode number 133. 
Also, the name of one of the members is Flipknot. <laughs> Moving on quickly from that to other things that I should not know. Um, catching, But back to catching up everybody to this podcast. Last episode was our Star Wars watch-along episode. Yeah. And I, uh, I think we should start with uh, episode response. Okay. So not a lot of response. I know you're surprised. Shocker! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always go to the Onyx Edge uh, podcast listeners group, which our listeners can go and uh, check out when they're not checking out baconaise.com slash Amazon, where you can go to uh, buy random things, Star Wars related, and um, it kicks us a couple dollars our way. That's that's an ad, if, if people couldn't tell. That's an ad. And we're moving on from the ad. Yeah. Biggingdays.com slash Amazon. Okay. So, I put it up to, uh, to uh, a poll on the uh, thing. Yeah. To see who was the most uh, popular of our 515 uh, cage match. Yeah. Uh, well, it really was a TLC match. I'm telling you, that was actually because you knew it was coming up i had no idea uh-huh. that was one of my favorite moments of the entire thing it was good yeah i mean it felt like it broke up the episode of us just talking about whatever yeah um the clear winner with two votes oh one being from a baconese uh super fan mr albert alboito and one from me uh, oh my god Chewbacca. Chewbacca is the ultimate winner of the poll on the uh, Onyx Edge podcast listeners As group. who should have won? As who is the most uh, popular, who would you want on your team was the ah, question. okay. And uh, Chewie, I wanted on my team because he was on my team. Next question, uh, poll I put up. Should Lindsay let me change our cat's name to R2-D2? Oh boy, I'm gonna vote yes on that. Okay, well then, with uh, you sh- could have voted on the actual poll, but you chose it. not to because I don't ever internet. Okay, so. well let's forget about that if we can. I don't think I can, but no, it cuts you deep to your soul. Now with eight votes, yes was the correct answer, <laughs> and the people who voted against it: Mike Daffron, Debbie, and. Let's see. My friend Eric from Hell Knight. Uh, everybody that voted for it. Billy McNeil, Tommy uh, Stanfield. Oh. <laughs> Albert. El Boito. Uh, Beetle Jake. Uh, my childhood friend Brad Hagedorn. Bill Voles. Billy. Oh, Billy. And Mr. Gary Mosbleck. Thank you all for voting for me to change my uh, cast name. It has been fully accepted by Lindsay at this point. Um, she even corrected me that his name is R2 the other day. So Really? Yeah. So his name is now R2-D2. So, but, okay, when you take your cat to the vet twice a month for it, for it fucking eating your cables Oh, you're right. Stuff, I'm going to have to tell have- them to change it. Yeah. I will do that, by the way. Okay. I'm not afraid to do that. <laughs> I, okay. Do you think I'm scared? No, hell no, I don't think you're scared. Okay. When you said that the other day, I, I was like, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. Especially during that stupid Bam Margera episode that I fucking hate more than anything. 
Why would you hate that episode? Because you know that I don't think that I sound like him. I I don't think that I do a good impression of him. You just put me on the spot and made me do it. You don't do an impression of him. That was actually him. And the cat was running around and absolutely <laughs> sounding like R2-D2. Yeah, and he, uh, er, he like, fucked with your mic stand. He did. At one point, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's, I, I mean, the name fits. I think it's pretty clear. And he won a poll, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's unanimous, yeah. even though it's not unanimous. Well, you know what you could do? It could be... Four, two R- former guests disagree with that decision. R2-D2, so. Ash, Nays. No, we're not doing that. It's R2-D2. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, and besides those polls, zero response on the episode, which... Not really surprising. I'm okay with it. Corrections department. Okay, I got some uh, interesting things here. Red team leader um, confirmed not to be Luke Skywalker. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the Battle of Yavin, which is the battle that happens in that movie. Um, yeah. The red team leader is actually named Garvin Drace, and he is not named in the film. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I would have never known that. Like, not named by name. Right, right. Uh, Luke is actually Red 5, so... That's what we're going to go with. I was meaning Red 5. We'll just say that. No. No? Okay. No, I mean, I was the one that threw it out there that he may be Red Team Leader. I think I got that because he's he's a leader in a later movie. Okay. In one of the... In maybe two of the later movies, he's a leader of a squadron. Mm Mm-hmm. And I may have to even do corrections on that statement. So there you go. Spooky coffee for the Star Wars fan. Okay, so next and last correction. Okay. The trash can droid. Yep. Uh, We couldn't think of his name. Nope. He does have a name. Absolutely. He is... uh, the technical term for him is the GNK power droid, or, as he's more commonly known, the Gonk droid. Yeah. Uh, he's in. You see him in the Mos Eisley Cantina, as well as in the Jawas uh, ship that gets fucked up by the stormtroopers later on. Yeah that that day that I sent that image to you. Yeah. It had been haunting me. I was like, fuck it, I'm looking it up. I was literally sitting in the parking lot at work, and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> so I did some, uh, w- when I did some digging to find out about the gong droid a little bit, um, this is something that came up, and it's on a uh, site called StarWars.Wikia.com. So I'm guessing it's like an offshoot of Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. That's all Star Wars. Yeah. And at the top it says fandom, so I don't know exactly what that means, but this is uh, some stuff that I found on the gonk droid, okay? And this is really deep dive stuff, so just bear with me here. I'm going to fly through this. A year before the Clone Wars, Grudu the Hutt, in his bid to destroy Fondor shipyards and spaceport, employed as a part of his droid control army... The G&K power droids that were modified with rapid repeating blasters in their upper casings. Jedi Master Mace Windu. You know who that is, right? No. Sam Jackson. Oh, okay. 
joining the mission to Fondor, handily defeated a gonk attack with his lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Neatly severing the blaster that had emerged from beneath the lid in the droid's upper frame. Sometime after the Battle of Endor, rumors began to spread regarding a cult of power droids. This is really weird shit here, Jimmy. So listen up. Apparently, a pair of gonk power droids would come to one's door and request funding for a religious fringe group. What the fuck? I know. (laughs) Advice from renowned linguist even Q3 Baobab was that one should merely utter the phrase gonk. Gonk. Gonkokengisi, a highly controversial statement that was not allowed to be legally translated. <laughs> and that's all I got on that. But now I want to know what it was. Hey, I mean, there's hyperlinks throughout this entire thing, so just go to starwars.wikia.com and look up the Gonk Droid page, and I'm sure you'll be able to find some stuff about it. You know you know why? Honestly, do you know why I picked that, that in my... Well, it's kind of like they're Mormons, right? Or not Mormons, but uh, um, Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses, right? They're okay. Jehovah's Witnesses gong droids. It's fucking weird. I wonder if they have like that same like skinny tie look, and like they ride bikes. Those are Mormons. Oh, those are Mormons. Those are the Mormons. <laughs> I'm getting them confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's easy to do. They both go on missions. It's just Mormons. They have to go on a mission away from where they're where they're you know they live and. Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't travel without or with outside of a five mile. Really, that's what it seems like. We had we had some lady walk in to work the other day, and I had to give the whole spiel that they make us say because you know we're fucking co- a corporate funded. Mm-hmm. It's like hi, welcome to blah blah blah. My name is Jimmy. What can I help you with today? And, and you like, knew what they were there for. No, had no idea. She just walks right up to the counter and goes, well, actually, she goes to open her purse, and I figure, hey, she's going to pull out some like blueprints or yeah. a sketch, and then we can figure out what she needs. And she opens up her purse and pulls it out and goes, since most people are at work we, and we can't get a hold of them during today, we figured we'd spread the word here. Here you go. Have a nice day. And then walked out. And there it was. And in big, bold letters, do you want to be a Jehubi? And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. It, you should have just handed it back to him and be like, no, I don't. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. No, but for real, the reason, the whole reason that I picked the, that droid is because uh, Kevin Smith has always said when he was growing up that all of his other friends would have all the, like, stupid expensive ones. Yeah. And his family was so poor that that was, he the, got only, the, trash can that was the only one that he ever <laughs> had growing up was because... Because that's the one nobody else wanted. Well, it's it's. Think about it. It's that clearance item. Oh, it totally is. It's that one that stayed on the shelves forever. Well, when they, uh, when they re-released it in '97, and when they came out with like Episode One and that kind of shit. Yeah. The reason those toys died is because they started, and actually with the original figures too, they started going to like putting out characters that like. We're in the movie for a second, maybe, mm-hmm. like in the cantina or something like that. And while that's kind of cool, like, who's going to play with a fucking toy of that? And then they just sat on the shelves, and then they lost a ton of money. Peg warmers. Because right? they don't exactly. move. They do not move. Okay, so let's move on from Star Wars, since we spent an entire two hours doing it, and now we've spent the opening of this episode doing it. It's time to move on, right? Yes. Okay. 
foot news. We got some foot news. I went to see the podiatrist since our last episode. No, it's a proctologist that you went to go see. No, no, yeah, it's he's, not. He spread you open. So here's the uh, skinny on the fucking podiatrist, okay? Okay. Doctor was an hour late. So I sat. I could have just went home and like hung out for a little bit, but I went straight from work to the doctor. So awesome, right? Yeah. Tired as fuck, sitting in an office for no reason. Um, he gives he ultimately when he sees me, uh, he tells me to take my shoes off. He checks on my feet a little bit. That day, my feet were not hurting at all, which <laughs> is something that ends up happening because the fucking specialists take forever for you to get an appointment with. Yeah. Because they're just backed up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, feet weren't hurting. He's like, okay, well, I'm not going to give you the shot since your foot's not hurting today. It hurts literally almost every other day. And I go there and it doesn't hurt. Figures, right? Yep. So, um, what he does do is gives me, quote unquote, better foot inserts. Uh, they were $35 on top of my $75 copay. Awesome. Uh, shoe inserts that you buy at the store, the really good ones, are like 25 bucks. They're pretty much the same as the ones he gave me. So, awesome. Not really helping. Great. I wish I wish they were the exact same ones. I mean, they kind of are. <laughs> here's, here's some new ones. They're just not Motherfucker, gel. I just bought these. Yeah, they're just not gel. Mm-hmm. They're like his brand or whatever yeah so um because the ones in the store you buy are more often than not gel yeah so uh, supposedly fancy dr Scholes. you know what i'm saying yeah the other thing that he said he could offer me were these custom made ones but they're like three hundred dollars so money well spent i'm not gonna pay three hundred dollars for a foot insert i'm oh, sorry oh god i'm Oh, I need Dude, a, I don't. I have need to, a new hi hat. No, I don't. And uh, because hi hats are reliable, um, I don't have three hundred dollars, dude. Well, maybe I, I don't maybe just that, have three hundred dollars laying that, around. Maybe that foot, maybe that foot insert is more reliable than your piece of shit gel in ones. <laughs> maybe, but I listen. I bought the foot inserts that he gave me, so there you go. Uh, he also told me to buy a splint that I haven't bought yet because I also don't have money for that, but. At least that's a little bit cheaper. I can, I can. That's affordable. You know what I'm saying? It's like thirty to forty bucks. So, I got that on my checklist to buy. Uh, that's the thing that you wear at night to like straightens out your foot, so you don't. So it doesn't exacerbate the problem, basically. So, um, all in all, kind of fifty fifty on whether or not I should have even gone to the guy. What are your thoughts? I think you should have. Well, I did, so there you go. At least he gave me the idea for the splint, and Mm -hmm. um, I got new inserts. If it's a recurring problem that you're having, dude, regardless regardless of if it was as productive as you wanted it to be, it it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, you don't take care of yourself. Well, I'm doing what I can. That's all I can really say on that. You know what I mean? I personally think you can afford a $300 splint. I can't. You just need no, to, no, not the splint. The splint's to thirty to forty dollars. You just need to stop spending so much money on internet porn. <laughs> if that was the case, I've never spent money on internet whatever. porn. Whatever, not even once. You got you got them fucking extreme passes. 
No, I don't. He's lying, folks. He's giving me the password. Okay, well. <laughs> there it is right there. I'm. It's, it's. It's Wampa one sixty nine sixty nine. I think is what is what he's mining. That's actually on. really close to a password for Shadows of the Empire. Is it? Yeah, like a uh, like a secret code, like infinite body armor or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like Wampa Stampa something. <laughs> uh, and we're back to Star Wars, I guess. Well, I was about ready to say in my fantasy hockey league, I'm playing the Hoth Wampas this week. Yeah, so. <laughs> So fucking John um, invites me into a fucking fantasy league and three people. There's Kessel Run, Hoth Wampas, and then somebody else. And I'm like, as soon as I saw these names, I'm like, what the fuck? Get over yourselves, fucking nerds. <laughs> as I'm wearing a fucking Flash shirt. I make no sense whatsoever. No, you don't. That's whatever. It's okay. Let's move on to some heavy metal news, shall heavy we? Heavy metal news! So, for this segment, I was pondering whether or not we should try to call somebody. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should even attempt that? I mean, it always fails every time, so you do you, though. You do you. You are the ringleader of this fucking circus. Or I guess you would be the 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 button operator of this log flume. You're right. And because I'm the button operator, we're, we are going to attempt it. We are attempting it, folks. It is happening now. Off the cuff, right here. And we're going to pause until we can figure out whether or not we can get it working. So Station identification. OnyxEdgeStudios.com Hey, guys. This is Chris jumping in here. We had a minor technical difficulty. I had the volume of the mics turned way down for the first couple minutes of this conversation. We tried to call Tim. He did not answer. So then we called our backup Metallica expert, Mr. Mike Daffron. We had a good little conversation about how Lars was quoted in a recent article on the internet saying that he has never been interested in ability. So, we join this said conversation with Mike Daffron in the middle, and I believe you will first hear from Mr. Jimmy Lopez. Back to the conversation. Great job at what he does for the band, you know? When I I think someone says, oh, he's an exceptional drummer, it's more, more of he can take different different genres and seamlessly bring it into a song that it may not technically fit into, but it works. Whereas, mm-hmm. yeah, Lars just, he just plays what works for that style of music. Yeah. I agree with that. Not to mention... I don't see anything wrong with that either, though. Not so, to mention... I, 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 I don't think it's weird people compare him, or, you know, try to be like, yeah, he is the best. Or, I don't even hear anybody try to say that he's the best, really. I don't hear people being like, Lars is the best drummer there ever is, but... No, no, nobody. It's been a weird thing. I always hear, like, I don't know, people criticizing him when I don't really hear other people trying to back him up as the best. Yeah, nobody really, no uh, super skilled drummers out there really see Lars as, like, the best drummer ever or anything. That is incorrect. So the list list for top drummers of all time goes (laughs) Meg White, Lars, Ringo. 
that's a that's a false list. No, that's that's the top three, and that, that and that's coming from the website bestdrummersofalltime.com. That list is totally fake news. <laughs> uh, Mike, do you have uh, more time to uh, talk with us? A few more minutes. Uh, sure. What else you got? Okay, so I went and bought this uh, the live shit box set from uh, this guy in Wood River, Illinois. Uh-huh. Um, he lived def he okay when i called him to go and pick it up yeah he i it was the classic thing where i called and it was a landline and i thought his mom was him oh god <laughs> so super young kid uh yeah he's probably like 20 something so he it they did the thing where she yelled for him <laughs> which is a super classic thing like from back in the day when Kevin! you used to call- so much yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Stop. <laughs> so we got to his house to pick up the box set, and he smelled fucking terrible. Yes. <laughs> and he, while I was there, he asked me if I also wanted to buy hedge clippers from him. Oh God, I figured he'd be like, "Hey man, you smoke weed." <laughs> Well, no, he lives with the parents, so... So what? Alright. Wanna get high? I mean... Get some hedge clippers with your box set? That's, yeah, sure. But then he, but then he said... Man, I can't believe it. Well, then he looked at my Jeep and is like, oh, they probably won't fit. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my god, how fucking big are these? I know! Uh, I think of hedge clippers, I just think of big-ass scissors. So you ended up buying them because you needed them. No, 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 I didn't. Uh, unfortunately, somebody else probably has those hedge clippers now. And Damn. <laughs> I, I really need those how does, hedge your, uh, how does your box set smell? Uh, actually, not bad. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really, like, put my nose up against it, but it doesn't smell like B.O., so. Yeah, did you sanitize it? <laughs> I want to now. I don't know what where the thing's been. Okay, so one last thing. We are potentially gonna be going next year to see Metallica live in Kansas City, which means as of today, Operation Convince Jimmy to come to Metallica with us has begun. Oh god. <laughs> oh jeez. Yes, yeah, so, Mike, do you have anything that you could tell Jimmy that would make him more excited about possibly seeing Metallica live? Well, Jimmy, I mean, you know, you're getting up there in age. You never know. Uh, you could have a heart attack soon, just like Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> he might not ever see Metallica. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which I'm okay with. I've made <laughs> peace with that. So, next, 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 uh, next, uh, Argument? Well, this this operation has only yet begun. Well, you just gotta slowly plant the seeds is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what the purpose of bringing our resident backup Metallica you're expert on... You're not even on. cultivating the soil at this point. Uh, Mike, we want to thank you for guesting without knowing you were going to be guesting on the show today. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. Uh, also, because I'm super professional, I had the mic volume on... Uh, on all of us, turned way the fuck down for the first about five minutes of this. So I'm going to have to do some super sweet editing, and hopefully it turns out. Otherwise, we will be... uh, Cutting this part of the show. Well, potentially. (laughs) 
<laughs> so thank you for uh, wasting your time. Yeah, and also, uh, if I do have to cut this part of the show, which I probably won't, um, we'll have you on next week if Jimmy decides to make it. And we will we will recreate this entire conversation word for word. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you again, and we'll uh, we'll see you um, next time or something. Yep, sometime I guess. God bless you, child. <laughs> uh, God bless you, honey, child, and uh, see you next time. Oh, Goodbye. and I want my fucking oh. cookies, Mike. Ah, uh, they're coming. There, there should already be in! Okay, I nobody has any idea what this conversation is. Girl Scout cookies! Okay. <laughs> I had to do the cookie booth first. Oh, okay. And then, then get the cookies. Well, I'm going to buy some from the cookie booth from you anyway. Don't worry so. so much about your damn cookies, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> your heart's about to explode and you want more cookies. <laughs> My blood pressure's through the roof! <laughs> All right, Mike, we're letting you go. See you later, man. All right, bye. Bye. see you guys. All right, that was or was not Mike Daffron. Are we recording again? Yeah, we are. Okay, so um, I don't, I don't. Well, keep to be it. safe. Not sure if that worked, if that's gonna work or not. Yeah. So, oh man, that was a total fail. Oh fuck. Or great to have Mike on the show. Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was. Um, and if it worked. Awesome, and we'll comment on it here in a second. If not, we'll fuck. That sucks. We'll have him back next week, and yeah. we'll we'll talk about what we were going to talk about. Okay. Uh, with some clever editing, this show will be seamless as fuck. Seamless AF. Right. Seam AF. Seam AF. Seam AF. <laughs> okay. Afterthoughts. Uh, what do you think as of today is the likelihood of you? Coming with us on our bro trip to Metallica. I will say because it's going to be me, Mike, Tim, Sam, Sam's lady. Oh man! Well, you just dropped it from a thirty-two percent to a twenty-six percent. Well, listen, Sam and Sam's lady, different car. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying oh, is, man. is that like, no, the only person that has a spacey enough vehicle would be me, Mike. No, me. No, Mike's vehicle is spacier than yours. We only need four seats. What are you talking about? I need an about? entire row to lay what? down. That's what I need. Are you kidding me? No. If you ask Bill Voles, Brandon Mesmer, or Jerry Randall, I need an entire seat. I need seven bags of Ruffles potato chips with cheese dip. <laughs> now you're just fucking copping out completely. I know that the Who chips thing is true. I know are... that the chips thing is true, okay? Okay, but yes. Who are they playing with? Uh, I, at this time, I do not know because that's a year from now. And I think they haven't even announced it yet. Um, but we are planning a bro trip mm-hmm. and we would like you to come. You may like, I mean, I'd like you to come anytime, any day of the week, but I would also like you to come. Was that to a, a Metallica joke? show? Was that a jizz joke? I mean, when is it? When, when do we shy away from jizz jokes on that this is, show? That is true. That is true. But, um, so keeping it in the vein of... First of all, vein. Mud vein. Main vein. Uh, <laughs> Main vein. Mud vein. <laughs> uh, if music... Dig! Bury me! <laughs> okay, good. So, Chris and I, we have a busy year ahead of us. Meaning me? Uh, no, us. 
as far as... Oh, yeah, that's where we're going next, is yes. the shows we're going to go to. We have already... First of all, Mastodon in the Ozarks, which yes. we've already mentioned on the show Yes, before. we've already mentioned, which we have not gotten our tickets or the hotel yet, but remind uh, me... We have gotten the hotel. Oh, we have? Yes, I handled it. Okay, so then... tickets. So then start getting me figures. I will start... I will PayPal you probably on Friday. I thought that I already did, but I'll do it again. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so, as of right now, this is what Chris and I have lined up for just the two of us this year. We can make it if we try. Promise and Mastodon oh, in the yeah. Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. In the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, before that. But before that. April. Yes. We are going to see. Say it. It. And also Sons of Apollo, which is Mike Portner's new band, which we've mentioned on the show before. Yes. Um. It's at Delmore Hall. Yep. Which, if anybody in the local area has not seen a show there, you're missing out. I think it's a really great, intimate venue. Yeah. For bands that are gonna, I think that are gonna play shows like that. Totally. It's a. It's about half the size of the pageant, and mm-hmm. the sound is awesome, and it's just sweet. I am not looking forward to seeing Bumblefoot, but that's just me. Bumblefoot is in the band. I know. Okay. Not a so, fan of them. Well. He's really good, so I don't know. Yeah, but he also plays a pretentious double neck guitar. Yeah, he does. One of them is uh, fretless, fretless, too. (laughs) It's dumb. I get it. I listen. I look completely understand. Anytime I saw Alex and Getty with it, I'm like, oh, this is douchey. But here, here's the deal. But you have to, but you have to have that for like Xanadu. And I, first of all, I already like that we're um, qualifying this band that we're about to see. But here, but I'm gonna put some more qualifiers out there. Okay. Okay. Singer, not great. Okay. Pretty cheesy. He's a good. He's has a good voice, mm-hmm. but his vocals, the actual words, yeah. cheesy as fuck. Okay. So is it? Is it? Is biggest it his, qualifier right there? Is it as cheesy? Because I honestly haven't been doing a whole lot of. Okay. Listening I listened to, to the record all the way through for the first time the other day. Okay. Because I have not. Yeah. I've only heard the one song. Right. Honestly, that's it. Uh, and also, before we get too far into this, we are going to have Thelmo back on the show. Mm-hmm. To do that I think review? after we see the show. Okay. And have a conversation with him and try to jump jumpstart his podcast back up. Because, Jesus, Thelmo, what the fuck? He hasn't put out a new episode since last May. Or something like that. Well, there was some hurricanes. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I, that's not what is. I know, but that's what we're, we're blaming it on. I think fucking, he's just busy. We're blaming it on fucking Mother Nature. Okay, so where are we motherfucking at? Motherfucking natural disasters. <laughs> uh, no. Great, great tag team, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Like I was saying before, as far as cheese factor, is it as bad as like some power metal lyrics? It's probably right in that. Area. Okay. He's, he's actually the singer of uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh, okay. Um, which is real Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I was going to say, though, um, on the opposite end of qualifiers, is that Billy Sheehan's in the band, one of the mm-hmm. fucking best bass players yeah. in the world. I, that, I, that I think is awesome. Uh, he was also in Mr. Big. And, well, uh, I mean, all can't be winners. Sure. Um and let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Port Noise in the band. Oh god. Yeah, you just came. Mike just texted me, and it, uh, and it kind of it tickled my dingus. Okay. Because the phone's up. <laughs> oh, by. I thought you were responding to me. No, 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 no. Mike texted me, and my phone vibrated on my penis head. All right. 
if, what uh, can we share the text? Oh, uh, he is it about the cookies? It is about the uh, cookies. I'm actually listening to Kevin Smith talk about his heart attack right now. No, great. I won't. I won't listen to it because I I don't like that podcast. Which one? Hollywood Babylon. Oh well, I thought he didn't do one this week. Maybe he did. No, you know what? Um, Ralph Garman has his own show now. Oh, okay. Since he got fired from his radio show. Okay. And then Kevin Smith went on that and talked about his heart attack on that. Okay, oh. so anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um, any more on Sons of Blah or we're moving on? No, yeah, we're moving on. Okay. That show, uh, it's going to be sweet. I already bought tickets. Yep. Uh, Nader's going to go with us. He's probably going to cry again. Uh, He has to stay <laughs> sober because... I'm off the next day, so I'll be drinking, so he gets to drive this time. Okay. Uh, it's a Sunday as well. Which, like I said, I will be off the next day, so boom. That's pretty sweet. Circuit. I'll also be off that evening, so yeah. fucking A. Uh, I think uh, the Lindsonator is going to come with us as well. Oh, that's yeah. the first time I've ever called her that. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> you Lindsonator. You, you call her that during the sex. Okay. Confession. Yes, I do. <laughs> You're like, oh, Lindsonator. <laughs> Lindsonate me. S my D. <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't want to, no. Okay, well. She's I mean, a lady. Sir, don't talk about her like that. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> the other show we decided we're going to go to, which I have something I need to address with you on this, yeah. is, and it was just announced this week, yep. fucking Slayer. It's happening. I'm so excited. And, and more importantly, anthrax. fucking Anthrax. Yeah. Now, uh, two of the best of the four, anyway. So that's just all. I'm right. Saying. Also, um, technically not Slayer because I know one dude's dead, the other dude, uh, they don't get along with, and it's maybe the most important element of the band was is the drummer, Dave Lombardo, is the drummer of Slayer. Yeah, but not arguable. Um, I as far as Slayer goes, I'm elitist when it comes to the drums, dude. Well. Because I've seen some shitty Slayer shows. I know, I listen, I know Slayer, for most people, is like Slayer, Slayer, and all, all you really what, need is the guitars and the vocals, and that's what well, matters. Well, see, but. to me, Slayer, and I don't even really listen to the vocals, but without Tom's vocals... Yeah, that there's no reason for them to do it, which is why they're quitting. No, and and like like you and I, we were talking before... Kerry King's going to be Kerry King, and he's going to go out and he's going to form some yeah, other Yeah, he'll heavy... do the Kerry King project. Exactly. KKP. Oh, <laughs> softly close to something else. But which is weird, he's never done any, besides, well, I, okay, I don't know this for a fact, but I, there's never been any like popular Kerry King side project, well, as far as it, I know. Leave it to like him and Phil Anselmo or something well, to come up with a project. Do, he did do, well, Phil Anselmo, nobody wants to work with that dude besides like, his friends that he lives with or something like that. Like he has his bands and that's it. Cause he's kind of like, everybody knows he's a white power dude now. So nobody wants to touch that. Um, but, uh, what I was going to say, the only other thing Carrie King did was did the solos or all the guitars on the beastie boys debut album. Huh? Or the popular one anyway. Um, license to ill, but that's the only other thing I know of that he did. So, but yeah, I am pumped about Slayer. Yes. Uh we're gonna be in the lawn right where we should be. Yes. Ah, motherfucking Slayer. Yeah. And uh what I, the thing I wanted to mention though, yeah. We need to get elite parking. Okay, that's fine. We need to be elite. elite. 
be, be elite. elite. <laughs> no, that's fine. Because uh, I was actually, I was actually thinking about that. It's earlier. only like twenty or thirty bucks, and between all of us, that's like fucking seven bucks or well, something. And that's what I was gonna say. Depending on who goes with us, like I said, I know of at least two, possibly three more people. We can get it all worked out together. Yeah, dude, it's no, it's like nothing. Even if you and I just go together, I will pay the fucking money for for the parking. We'll just split it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't give a shit. But I don't go. I mean. Um, maybe an elitist here, elite parking, elitist. As he's wearing an elite T-shirt. That's right. Um, Long sleeve tee. By listen, the way. here's the deal. I pretty much will not go to Riverport now unless I have better parking. Yeah, because it takes three and a half fucking hours to get out of there. I've sat there for two hours before. The last show that I saw was at, at Riverport. Puddle of well, mud. No. <laughs> God, I, I did see fucking Muddle of Pud. It was Muddle I of saw Pud. both of those bands it was there. Muddle, it was Muddle of Pud, uh, Deftones, and Godsmack in that order. I saw Nickel nope. back there. No, I'm I saw Nickel back there. I beat you. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> but no, the last, seriously, the last time I was at uh, God, I Hollywood. I overwhelming shame now. Well, fuck it. Whatever. Okay, Who gives okay, a fuck? Okay, go ahead with what you were going to say. Was uh, Time Machine Tour. Ah, yeah. That's yeah. the last time that I was at. Yeah, I don't remember how long we were in the parking lot after that, but I feel like it was a while. It was about an hour, at least. That sucks. But honestly, it wasn't that packed there. There was, I mean, there was more than enough elbow room in that lawn. You know, I thought about that show the other day uh, because I, I was thinking about how there was a old couple sitting right behind us and... It was like a few of us just lit up this big ass joint right in front of them, and they got up and left like immediately. Oh and yeah, they, like gave us the stank face and everything. It's like, dude, I, don't, I mean, it's a rock and roll show. We're youngsters. You're old pe- people. This is what's gonna happen. You know. I and mean, Rush way, has said that still... several. Rush has said that several times. Yeah. They're like, our fans are very aromatic. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> or. uh yeah, I mean, like, there's songs about smoking weed. That's like that's like going to a 311 show and getting upset that someone lights a joint. Shut yeah. the fuck up. There's a song on 2112 that literally has the sound effect of a guy inhaling, and it's about them on trains going to find weed. I mean, I don't know. That band is pretty much made for smoking weed. But anyway, uh, they gave us a stank face. But I, I just thought about that the other day. Uh, that concert was fucking awesome. Yeah. We had a really good time. Yes, we did. Uh, and I can't wait to go back there to see Slayer. God, neither can I. And I think that's going to wrap up our rock and roll talk this episode. Not, well, not rock and roll talk, but I'm bringing up one last bit of music news, and then we can move on. Okay, I actually have extra music stuff to talk about anyway. Not live concert stuff, but... 6 9 uh, The I rapper? No, but I know what you're talking about. So, this is hilarious, by the way. Yeah. You posted something the other day. Yeah. Okay. It's old news at this point. If if I don't understand how Delmar Hall didn't know that he was fucking a kitty toucher, but whatever. That's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, Give some background to the listeners here. Okay. So there's this super sweet, awesome Hispanic rapper who has dyed fucking rainbow hair and a rainbow grill, and tattoos on his likes face. to tattoo himself with as many sixty nines as possible. His name is 69. Very inspired music, by the way. Never I don't, heard it. I don't think any of his songs go past two minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah, I've it's never really heard good. any of it. So 
In October of 2015, the rapper, whose real name is Daniel Hernandez, pleaded guilty to felony count of use of child in a sexual performance. The incident occurred in February of 2015 when Hernandez appeared in multiple videos of a graphic sexual nature with a girl who was only 13. He also allegedly distributed them. Now, the reason I'm bringing up this is because this was on the Riverfront Times. If you take a look at my, my screenshot that I took... What is the ad that is placed directly underneath that? Oh, Patricia's? We're fun and fantasy beat. <laughs> Dear Riverfront Times, be a little more selective with your ads. Yeah, totally. When you're placing these things in an article about a rapper that supposedly had inappropriate touching and distribution of kitty porn, don't go fucking posting a porn store's advertisements. Well, it's a lingerie boutique. It's still... Yeah, I may want to vet those ads a little bit. Just better. a little bit. And also, I did comment on that RFD article. I don't know if it was the same posting that you saw, mm -hmm. but I commented on there, and I think it said something like, uh, a guy with tattoos on his face molested a 14-year-old? Color me surprised. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... If anybody is going to be the dude who's a fucking creep, it's a guy with tattoos on I, his face. I kid you not. This guy literally has about 85 tattoos that all say 69. The one that does not is Jigsaw on his face. I was going to say, because I noticed a big 69 on his face. Uh, he has it also written 69 above his, yeah, eye, above yeah, his eyebrow. Yeah. He has an entire sleeve that is just 69s. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I just saw the big 69 it's across his face. It's fucking awful. He's a terrible person. Really lower in that Hispanic. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Okay, let's talk some more music since we were already talking about Metallica a little bit. All right. Um, I went to the uh, St. Louis Record Show at uh, at a, well, it's either a Lions Club or Knights of Columbus off of Kings Highway downtown. Okay. About 10 minutes away from my place. So uh, Sunday morning, all the people brought in their boxes of records. It's basically like a swap meet of just vinyl. And, uh, the guy, okay, so this dude who goes to a bunch of shows, his name's Garrett, people call him the, uh, Bizarro Chris Nays, cause he kinda looks like me with a hat on. Like, if I was wearing a hat. I don't think I've ever met this person, but go on. Uh, well, anyway, uh, yeah. he goes to shows around town, I know him pretty well, uh, I actually am jamming with his son right now, who's like, his son's like 26 or something like that. So he's an older dude, but he's a heavy metaler. So like, he's an older dude. He doesn't care that he's like forty something. He still goes to shows all the time. Yeah, and uh, I like that kind of dude. Like, because, young at heart. You know what I'm saying? Because you see yourself in that dude. Oh, totally. I'm gonna be exactly the same in ten years, which is fucked up. So you're gonna be Beetle Bob? No, not that stupid. <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't... I'm not going to be like a creep. I'm a I mean, normal dude. I don't dude. think he was a creep. You don't think Beetle Bob was a creep? No. Okay. I think that he was just trying to reach out to the youth, and we were all like, yeah, look at this. Reach, reach. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. But what do you I know? You said it. What do I know? You were the one that said it. And also, well, yeah, I did. But also, I was the one who made it sexual. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think he. Um, I think he was a weirdo because he always expected to get into shows for free. And it's well, like, that's, that is, yeah. That's, come on. You dude. don't know who I am? Yeah, exactly. Um, he did come to a Steve show, though. That mm -hmm. was, 
particularly funny back in the day. Um, only a certain select few people know who I'm talking about. Um, so that show, I did find some sweet vinyl, a few from my buddy Garrett, uh, but I also found an original Megaforce Records copy of Kill 'Em All, which is pretty fucking rare, and I got a super good deal on it, and it plays through, so I definitely am pumped about that. It was three hundred dollars. No, could have bought a splint. No, not at all. Could have bought his fucking nice, his, his nice brace for his foot. No. Do you want me to tell you how much it was? No, I don't care. It was forty dollars. Yeah, you could have spent that money instead of buying a piece of fucking plastic that you just listen to. Something that would help your foot while you're drumming, alleviate pain. You can't wear the splint while you're drumming. Yes, you can. So you're already completely fucking fake news in it all over the place. I really wish God, you, would you stop suck with, at facts. I really wish you would stop with that fake news bullshit. <laughs> it's the worst fucking thing that has happened to this fucking country. Listen, our podcast is the most unbelievable, most amazing podcast ever. Um, and that is not fake news. I mean, if you believe it, then it is. So, um, anyway, I, what I was going to say, the sto- main point of this story is that I ran into my first uppity. Uh, record collectors at the show. Yeah. Uh, so, I was buying a copy of uh, Sheer Heart Attack, the Queen album from this guy. Yeah. And not the best condition. Uh, the vinyl itself is really clean and plays well, but and it looked awesome. Um, but the the outside cover and stuff is kind of shabby. So he gave me a deal of like five bucks. So. What I did was I was I pulled it out of the cover to take a look at it, mm-hmm. just kind of inspect a little bit. The uh, lyric sheet slash poster, it was like a folder, a fold out yeah. kind of thing, was behind and I didn't see it. So I went to slide the record back in and he's like, whoa, whoa, you're going to bend the thing. And then a guy standing next to him was like, let it go, man. It's not yours anymore. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys take this shit way too seriously. I didn't say that to him. I just kind of laughed it off, but, like, it's a fucking sheet of paper. It doesn't matter. It's a record. It doesn't matter. He sold it to me for $5, and he's freaking out about it. That's what I'm saying about uppity. Like, that's totally not me. Like, I listen, I cherish that Kill 'em All I bought the other day, but if it breaks, eventually, I'm going to shrug it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... It's just, it's another, it's a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not that attached to stuff. Is uh, what I'm trying I just, to say. No, I get that. My, uh, I just don't understand vinyl. I, no, no, I know you're not I into think, it. No, it's, I think. Here's I, what it is. I pure, I honest to God think that the best way that you're going to hear an album is through vinyl. I really do. I no, think, the best way you're going to hear is through a CD. Through no, a good record. I, I still think that there's something to the sounds of the pops and everything of no, the fucking vinyl. No, it's the aesthetic is what I, I was going to say. I absolutely love that. But me, you're right. I just, I won't, I, I don't have the want or desire to collect them. Totally. But it's not saying that the people that do yeah. act like that. Right, right, right. Because they're... I mean, fuck. Look, comic well, book in people. every kind of collector thing, yeah. there's the uppity people who like. Well, why would you open that? I can't. Believe why that. would you touch that? I can't believe they didn't bag and board that. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, uh, I, I'll, I'll admit to that. A lot of my comics are bagged and boarded, but that's just because if I ever want to go back to them, I don't want them to be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Uh, I don't want him to get water damaged if ha- something would happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if they're bagged and boarded, there's less of a chance of them being totally fucked up. You know what I mean? They still might be, but not as bad. Like, they'd still be readable, possibly, yeah. if something would happen. But as far as the record go- record stuff goes, it's like, I- I'm never going to be that into it to where I'm going to freak out if somebody buys something for me and they're not treating it. It's like, it's theirs now. Just let, like the guy was saying, just let it go. Yep. It's not, that, but he was just as uppity as that other guy was because he's like, let it go, man. It's not yours anymore. And he, he like, like laughing at mm-hmm. me as like, well, he look at this guy doesn't even know how to handle his lyric sheet. Oh well, fuck, well fuck, dude. <laughs> like it fucking matters. Yeah, no, you're right. When I was collecting figures, I wanted the ones out of the box because they were cheaper, and I was going to display yeah. them on a shelf. Sure, totally. But when, yeah. but when it comes to like pops, which I still collect just a few of them. Mm-hmm. I want them in the I want them in the case because to me they the the packaging itself is the perfect display case for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. Yeah. I do. I, I 100% get that. It's just vinyl is not my thing. I love the sound of vinyl. Yeah. I used to listen to I, my dad had a couple records on yeah, vinyl. Yeah, the the you're right though about like the aesthetic is the thing with vinyl. Yep. It's like the taking it out all all of these things matter to me when it comes to vinyl. The like you said, the sound with with a little bit of the wear, like the pops and shit, that's kind of cool to me. That because it and that tells you that it's a fucking thing that you set out on this thing. It's not crystal clear like a CD. It's a fucking piece of plastic that you set. Is it on. was it Bouncing Souls, uh, Hopeless Romantic? Yes, yeah, started with the and it ended with it too. So right. it sounded like you were listening. The needle to is a, coming off. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I really so, did. I thought that was cool. Like the needle is go is is being run off the side at uh-huh. the end of it. Uh, yeah, I always love that record. Yeah, um, but 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 yeah. So, so there's there's that. Then there's the where you take it out, and sometimes they come with the lyric sheet. Sometimes they don't. Depends on if they kept it in there or not. Sometimes they have a dust jacket. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, the sometimes the dust jacket has all kinds of cool art on it itself. Yep. Like all the all the old Maiden records, even fucking the newer ones that come out have extra art on those and full lyrics. Mm-hmm. Of the entire record and the thanks and everything are on those. Those are cool to like sit and fucking look at and read while you're actually listening to it. You don't got to fucking flip through your CD booklet with writing that's like as small as a newspaper writing or whatever. All this shit's cool to me. So I became a vinyl collector eventually. Only really of the old stuff though. I I don't care to buy new records on vinyl. What I want is... The classics. The classics, and I want the old versions because what record companies are doing now is taking the CD masters re- and remasters and then just plopping that on a vinyl, and that's not a, that's not the same. Yeah. So, uh, and that's as, about as uppity as I'm going to get with the vinyl stuff. Is like I want the old versions. You know so you're I mean? not you're not going to be like, oh, I'm looking for a first pressing of fucking. I I just happened upon that Metallica first pressing. Like I wasn't even looking for that. Yeah. But. I want I do want a at least an older version of all of those like all the Metallicas. Uh I almost have all the old Iron, Ma- Iron Maidens already. Um and I don't necessarily need the first pressing, but I would like like the 80s versions at least. You know what I mean? So there's that. Uh and we can move on from that. I got a couple more things I want to do. You ready for this? Yep. Let's talk about the Oscars a little bit. I did a uh, a lot of catch up over the past weekend because I was I actually stayed on my night schedule over the past weekend, so I had a lot of free time the entire evening to just watch movies online. Mm-hmm. 
So what I did is I watched uh, The Post, which is a movie with Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep that was nominated for Best Picture. It's about uh, about some Vietnam papers that got smuggled out okay. by the press, and uh, it was basically what put the Washington Post on the map. The movie's okay. Um, certainly not, in my estimation, worthy of Best Picture. It was just okay. Um I watched Dunkirk, the Christopher Nolan movie from this past year. Okay. Did you ever see Dunkirk? Nope. Um, I would say if you like Christopher Nolan, at least check it out. Uh, but don't buy it. Like, rent it. Uh, there's not much of a story there. It's about a uh, military operation where the uh, the British and the French were stranded in this French uh, city during World War II. And... They uh, had to be evacuated off this beach off the coast of France. And um, the uh, the fucking leader of the British. God damn it. What is his? His name is slipping my mind at the second. But anyway, the, the newly appointed leader of the British uh, Commonwealth or whatever in the UK asked civilian boats to go and rescue these people. So about 800 civilian boats go and rescue these people. But in the movie, Christopher Nolan used like 40 <laughs> at the most. Okay. Uh, he kind of like stretches the truth a little bit and there's not a lot of story there. And it just kind of, you kind of like don't really care about what's happening. It just looks cool. So if you like Christopher Nolan movies that look cool, check it out. Um, saw Darkest Hour, which is all about that guy whose name I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, it's the Gary Oldman show, which I, I guess if you're a fan of uh, the Batmans, the Batman, you would know you would know uh, Commissioner Gordon. You know he's a fucking great actor. He's he definitely disappeared into that role of that guy, which I hope you're looking up mm -hmm. who that guy's name is. And I, I also, have an idea of who it is. Winston Churchill. Yes, Winston Churchill. That's who I thought it was, but I wasn't going to say it out it loud. It was right on the tip of I my really tongue. I really wasn't going to say it, because at first I was like, Mussolini, I'm like, that's wrong. Well, you don't also want to sound as stupid that's as I That's fucking did, wrong. So. <laughs> uh, the other uh, two movies I watched, Molly's Game, which I don't know if you've heard about that. I have not heard about that. Molly's Game. The last two I've heard of, this one I haven't. Yeah. Molly's Game is about a- Molly Ringwald? Uh, no. Oh. Um, okay, so this- Girl was in the Olympics, okay? Her brother was an Olympic fucking megastar, but she ended up uh, in her, like, tryout thing. She crashed in a fluke accident, okay? Uh, she was super smart, though, and, like, could have went to Harvard and shit, but she decided to take a year off before she went to law school, and in that year off, when she was living in L.A., got sucked into the world of underground poker. Uh, she ended up running games that involved like Leo DiCaprio, uh, the the fucking dude that played Spider Man in the two thousands, um, and a bunch of celebrities and athletes and shit like that. Okay, so she wrote a tell all book about it, and then they made this movie about it. Well, she ends up getting busted by the FBI and going to trial and all that shit. So this is her story of all of that shit. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know if you know who the writer Aaron Sorkin is, but he's the guy. So dumb. What's dumb? 
underground gambling being fucking <laughs> raided by the like they don't have b- bigger bigger shit to worry about than rich yeah. people trading money back right. and forth get the fuck out of here well see here's well i, I know it's deeper than that but i'm sorry on the surface that's what it is yeah but spoil spoilers okay so the reason she got caught is she got involved with the russian mafia she didn't know it was russian mafia she mm-hmm. it just happened to happen because she got sloppy running these games because she was on all kinds of drugs so um that's why that happened but uh spoiler alert if you're gonna see molly's game maybe fast forward to this a little bit um at the at the end of her trial the judge is like you shouldn't be the one that's getting arrested for this you had no idea so we're just going to give you a bunch of fines and community service, and you owe the government a bunch of that, fuck ton of money. And that's, that's all it, it is. That's yeah. all it is. The government was, they were like, we want our we cut. We want our money, right. Well, we want our cut. So uh, Strong arming somebody. But the like, movie is badass, and the dialogue is like, bam, bam, bam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know who Aaron Sorkin is? Mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin, uh, well, for the listeners, if you don't know, Aaron Sorkin wrote like Social Network and a, and a bunch of TV shows. Which, that was a good movie. Oh, totally. Uh and that's the same. It's the same kind of dialogue. It's like bam, bam, bam. You're constantly like, oh, I wonder where the fuck this is going, you know. And then finally, and uh, last but not least, Get Out. I don't know if you saw Get Out yet. No, dude, that movie kicks fucking ass. You absolutely have to see that as soon as possible. I would even say buy that movie. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. I know you like horror movies, and it turns into one of the most interesting horror movies fucking that I've ever seen. So, definitely check that out. Uh, written by Jordan Peele, of all mm-hmm. people, and directed by him. Um, so, let's get to the Oscars, because our favorite fucking person ever, Tommy Wiseau, was, yep. by proxy, nominated for an Oscar. Yep. Um, I avoided tons of Oscar coverage for the past two days. That actually, and I didn't know if I wanted to bring this up as my ham and egg of the week, but I do want to tell you this right now. You know what's really annoying? What's when really you turn annoying? off all news alerts, all of them, because every day it's so fucking depressing when your phone goes off and it's and it's just another sad fucking depressing story. But then all of a sudden your phone goes off and you're like, oh, no one's texted me in two days. Yeah. I can't wait to see who it is. And you look and it says right here. Let me pull this. Oh, I cleared it. Sorry for my phone, but it's get caught up to date on all the Oscar <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I fucking deleted all of this shit off my phone. So that wouldn't happen. So it wouldn't happen. Yeah. It would have been three days without my phone going off and anybody texting me. But then, no. Fucking news app was like, hey, check out this movie. Hey, did you see that there were a bunch of black actors here this week? <laughs> All right. Okay, so. Hashtag diversity. We're going to do a quick rundown. Uh, this is the Bacon Days version of Oscar coverage way after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go up like a week later or something like that. Uh, best Picture, Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro. Still haven't seen it. Uh, I saw pretty much every other of those movies, but uh, not that one. Okay, Best Actor. Uh, the... We just mentioned him. Gary Oldman won for Darkest Hour. He, I would say he totally deserves it for that Gary movie. Gary Oldman's a good actor. He yeah, really dude, is. he's fucking great. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that movie, there's one scene where I actually got a little choked up, and I'm like, man, this movie is fucking great because of this one scene. Speaking of that, remind me. I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to remember. I don't yeah. know. Um, let's see. Best Actress, and I actually called it, on a previous episode that she might win this um 
Francis McDormand from oh, Three Billboards. I thought you were going to say Anna Ferris. You know Francis McDormand from Fargo? Fargo is where, yeah. She's fucking great too, right? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. She's totally deserved an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, God. Well, and I've only seen the first season of Fargo. Margot Robbie was also nominated, and she totally could have won it as well. Was that for Itina? Itania. Or Tanya? Yeah. Um, supporting actor, Sam Rockwell from uh, Three Billboards. Uh, he's really good, too. Uh, the only other person on this list of movies that I saw was Woody Harrelson, and he was pretty good in that movie as well. Uh, you definitely got to check out that movie. Um, supporting actress, Allison Janney and I, Tanya, she played her mom. She played Tanya's mom. The one mom. that you said was, I, like, just... Dude. I It was uncanny how, yeah, how like much Yeah, like, in the looked. credits, they play... Like a side-by-side, right? Yeah, they show, like, news clippings of all this shit that happened in the mm-hmm. movie. It's, like, it's uncanny. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, she's been in tons of movies as well, uh, that I can't remember off the top of my head, but, um, yeah. Okay. So best director, Guillermo del Toro, Shape of Water. We're getting to the thing I brought up originally, but, uh, okay. So best original screenplay, gotta say this, get out, won a fucking Oscar, Jordan Peele. Debut black actor, black director. Well, he didn't act in this movie, but you get what right. I'm saying. First, I I want to say first time, and I I'm pretty confident when I say that. But first time a black director has ever won an Oscar. We are Wakanda, which is insane. Get out. <laughs> Wakanda forever. I think is. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't seen that movie. Um. Cinematography, Roger Deakins, Blade Runner 2049, also a fucking great movie. Looked beautiful, so that's why he won that, because the fucking movie looked amazing. Visual effects, Blade Runner 2049, gotta agree with that as well. I would have called all of these, I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, film editing, Dunkirk, I'm going to fucking disagree with that. I think I tell you should have won that. Uh, what else sometimes i feel like because of this process they don't want they they want okay this film this film this film this film they're all nominated it's like one of them should get it so we'll just give editing to this one because they need something well it's christopher nolan movie and um he has like i said like good looking films uh Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I guess if that's what the qualifier is, but editing is a very complicated process. All that completely biased anyway, so. Yeah. It, I mean, to really understand what the editor does in a movie, you kind of have to be there An with editor? them, seeing them do it. Yeah, exactly. You have to be the person. <laughs> okay, so did Tommy Wiseau win by proxy? I'm going to ask you to bet whether or not he did right now. I'm going to say no. I'm also before I saw this, I also would have said no because I didn't see it pop up on any of his fucking social media because goddamn Tommy Wiseau is all over Twitter. <laughs> he was begging to be invited to the Oscars this year. It was uh, kinda sad. sad. Yeah, kinda sad. Yeah. Um he did not win, unfortunately. But he wasn't even nominated. It was the people that made that movie about him. So. Right. <laughs> but he it made it seem like he uh he lost to it for best uh, writing adapted screenplay, um, he lost to Call Me By Your Name, which is a uh, independent film about a uh, guy who falls in love with a teenager. 
gross. Yeah, kind of gross. Uh, but it's supposedly really artsy. It's one of those art house films. Like yeah. a, when I saw a Disaster Artist at the Tivoli, that was one of the previews I saw. Oh, really? So it's definitely that kind of makes movie, sense. You know I mean? Yeah. Um. So there's our Oscar coverage. Are you proud of Tommy? <laughs> Fucking Tommy. Tommy's actually still in the Joker uh, thing, Running? Are you serious? Well, he's trying. That's what I've Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He still is, like, reposting photos of him as Joker, which uh, I have two more that I'll repost on the Facebook thing, but... uh... Oh, my Lord. The bottom one is fucking gnarly. Isn't that weird? Oh, the bottom one is gnarly. (laughs) The one on top actually kind of... Especially from a distance, it's like, yeah, I see that. The one on the bottom is gross. <laughs> Very funny, Batman. It's just so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Soon, there will be an open audition. We will see about that. Why did he get Asian all of a sudden? Uh, well, listen, I'm trying to do impressions. It's not really working. Now, that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine the Joker as Tommy's laugh? <laughs> uh... Oh, hi, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I really want to watch. We we should watch that together sometime. The Room? Yeah. Okay. Next time we hang out, let's just watch that. Okay. Um, Do some heroin. Yeah, I'll pass on that. You don't like horse? The band? Speaking of bands, I want you to read this uh, awesome post by a friend of mine. She uh she happens to listen uh she happens to live right near a very famous St. Louis bar. I'm gonna go ahead and pass the phone to you so you can read this. And you have to read it. Oh. Don't scream into the mic, but it is posted all in caps, so <laughs> I figured you would like this. Kusumanos is blasting train. My head is going to explode. I just wanna fucking sleep. <laughs> So you can imagine them playing, uh, what is that, Shapes of Drops, Drops of, Ju- of Jupiter. Jupiter. There it is. Oh. By the way, you haven't worn your train shirt in a while. <laughs> I want you to wear it next time we podcast, please. Okay. Um, can I just say. Do you wear it to work ever? I, I don't know where it's at right now. What? Yeah, I'm a little. Dude, that was a birthday present. I know, and I'm really fucking bummed out I about it. I fucking Amazon gifted that. Yeah. Baconase.com slash Amazon. I'm telling you right now, I'm not, it's not my finest moment because I'm like stressing out because I don't know where it's at. God damn it. It's one of my favorite t-shirts I have and I can't fucking find it. Dude, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go. No, you're not. That is where we're going to wrap up the show though. Uh, Okay. We do need to do our ham and eggers though. So. Um, I'm going to have you go first with your ham and egger. Uh, okay. So I'm going to need you to pause the podcast for a second because. Well, okay, fine. I'll just do my fucking ham. Well, and no, it's it just, it was going to take me two seconds to get to it. Okay. I just, I wanted to call something out uh. personally. Okay. So my ham and egger of the week will be episode nine of the walking dead called honor. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, spoilers, if you're not caught up in Walking Dead, go ahead and fast forward a little bit. Um, He's talking about the mid-season premiere episode Mm -hmm. uh, where Carl bites the dust, but he takes uh, a really long time to do it. 
Yes. Now, um, here's here's why. Among the, I'll agree with you on this. Among the worst Walking Dead episodes ever. Um, and I'm not a complainer. I am. I am very much a crier. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, anytime that I watch a movie or a TV show, yeah. I, I kid you not. Nine times out of ten, if something is supposed to be sappy, you will see me like, dude, yeah, shedding a little I'm, bit of a I'm tear. I'm like that too. When I was watching those Oscar movies the other day, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's really happy. God, exactly. Oh, that kid just died. I don't. I, I don't care. I own up to it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of deaths on that show. Yeah. Of main characters or even supporting characters, where whenever they go, I shed a tear. Yeah. I'm like, oh damn! That, I mean, that's it's really emotional. It's impactful. It makes a lot a feel- of sense. I have a feeling I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. Nothing. No. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> How many times are they gonna have fucking Rick crying over his son, going coral, coral? Well, never have to again, in theory. And not to mention, they fucking recycled another an old death, which is uh where. Andrea is in the room by herself, yeah. and you've got Daryl and Rick, and I want to say Tyrese and somebody else outside the door, and they pan out super slow, silent. And then I you think hear Michonne a, was there too. And okay, and then you hear a gunshot. Yeah. It's the same fucking death scene. Yeah, it's, it was ridiculous and stupid. Listen, they kind of, they rest on their Walking Dead formula these days, man. Okay, but. Here's what sucks even more. I'm not justifying it either. It I thought took, it was, I thought it was it shitty. It took two and a half hours for him to die. Well, it also because, took an entire midseason break if you count the time. But in what between. I'm saying is, is that from the beginning <laughs> of the midseason break, yeah. where you knew that it was like, oh shit, to an episode that did not need to be an hour and a half long. Right. There was fucking no reason for that. That whole time. I will say this. Well,. Aside from that, I'll say the second episode of the of the second half of the season much was, better. was better. Much was better. Way better. And then much they, better. And they did a cool thing where they like focus on certain characters for a yep. while. I really like when they do that. Yeah. My thing was is I, I just I, why are we focusing on Enid? She has done nothing in right. my opinion. But whatever. That's well, that's just, besides the point. It's just to show where each character is because I have a feeling the next episode they're going to do the same thing and show even more characters. Yeah. Uh, also. More time with Simon is okay with me. Mm-hmm. I love that dude. I think he was fucking great in the Grand Theft Auto game. And then they brought him onto the show, and he plays pretty much the same character, except not as drugged out. <laughs> uh, I my still to this day, and I and I know people are like wavering on him. King Ezekiel is still my favorite. Oh, he's great. He's still my favorite. He's but, a really good actor. Yeah, but yeah, no, seriously, that episode was ridiculous, and yeah. it, it was it was just so it was. It was drawn, and the worst part about it is, is that Nicotero directed it. Every single one of his episodes, I feel like he's directed, has knocked it out of the park, and this one fucking. Now, of course, there's going to be a turd in every fucking, you know, punch bowl. Yeah, but Jesus <laughs> Christ, I, that's a terrible. <laughs> that just sunk in a turd in every punch bowl. That fucking sucks. But uh, yeah. I don't know, man. So sometimes that show is really good, and other times it fucking sucks. I I literally I looked at Jackie while I was watching it, and I said, I don't know if it's this episode or I'm just now getting to the point where I no longer care about these characters. 
Well, I I bailed on the other the Fear of the Walking Dead show. I have, I have yet to go back and check it out after like two seasons. I I didn't even make it through one. I was so yeah. annoyed. I was so annoyed with how this guy is apparently withdrawing from heroin for eight fucking episodes. Some of the stuff just didn't really. Not necessarily that, but I know that was a little weird, but like the places they went with it just kind of didn't really make a lot of sense to me, so I gave up on it. But anyway, we need to we need to wrap this episode yeah. up. Um my ham and egg this week. Sorry to do this, Mr. Tim Pickerel. You didn't answer your phone when you could have been on this show. Yep. I know listen, man, people gotta work or people gotta sleep, but you know, whichever one you were doing, you weren't answering your phone. You were so. sleep joeing. Also, uh, next week, here's a tease. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Walking Dead comic books, and we're going to talk about Invincible comic books, which came to a sad end recently. And uh, that is where we're going to leave this episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you again to Mike for guesting when he didn't know he was going to. (laughs) And that's going to do it. Uh, You're baking. And your nays. And this is Bacon and Pancakes. See you next time. Bye. Everybody. Bye.